0: good afternoon everyone and thank you so much for uh tuning in today at one30 um i'm going to be taking questions today uh live i want to make sure that uh, uh i answer all the questions that are going on right now i know that there's a lot of concerns with regards to um uh, what's going on uh um, what's happening with the different orders and what as associations we should do so i apologize that i don't have my full setup like i do at home uh we'll we'll work to remedy that as more and more of you join us i appreciate it what i'm going to do now is i'm going to pull up some documents that i've prepared on my other screens here and kind of give you a list of what's going on and and what's happening so let's first start uh with what is happening and i'll I'll give you a rundown this is going to be broward county first and then Palm Beach and Broward County really uh, mirrors what's going on in Miami Um, so here here's what's opening up right now in Broward recreational facilities golf courses boat ramps marinas and pools in multifamily developments and I know this is going to be a big issue that we're going to address today uh, with all of you and I'm going to be taking questions on this but uh, these the pool openings it's all going to be effective today Wednesday the 29th Um, how they're going to do the details and so forth. Broward says they're going to work on it tomorrow. But here's some of the specifications, and these are where we need to be concerned. Golf courses, uh, unless you're in a country club and that's going to be managed by a separate association, separate organization or corporation that does golf courses, uh, that's not going to be addressed by me. Boat ramps, marinas, public and private, again, uh, that's not going to be addressed by me unless you have a specific question that I can help you with. Um the pools. Now when we talk about pools, they're talking about in multifamily uh, housing developments, um, you can now open up your pools to do so. Um, let's see here. one second we have people trying to join us that are having a, a little bit of a difficulty um, to do so. Please just go to YouTube and then look up the name for the law firm and it should be right there. So hopefully that helps out at this point. Okay, so what do we do with our pools? The governor is saying, and the, and the, uh, the different counties now are saying, go ahead and you can open up the pools to use in the associations. The caveat, and this is really important because I think for the most part, this is next to impossible to go ahead and uh, um, comply with, with most of the communities. Uh, You have to provide maintenance staff to sanitize pool chairs and railings after every use. And and let let me really be clear about that. And I wanna write that down in here. Maintenance staff must sanitize, pool chairs and railings after every use. I mean, this this in itself is something that you gotta really look at and understand just the mass resources that as an association you're going to have to provide uh, for your members uh, in order to comply. Additional, face coverings must be worn while traveling to and from the pool, including in hallways and elevators. Social distancing must be uh, observed in all of these spaces. Frequent hand washing and sanitizing is encouraged, of course, as we would expect in all circumstances. Okay, so let's now go ahead and see. Uh, Beaches are gonna remain closed. This is for now in Broward County. Let me address uh, Palm Beach very quickly. And what they're doing, I, I did summarize it. Uh, Palm Beach, what they're going to be doing is, uh, pool capacity shall be limited to ensure that social distancing in accordance with CDC guidelines is maintained at all times. By the way, this should be in every single association, whether Miami, Adade, uh, Broward, or Palm Beach, you need to be doing this on all, uh, all of your pools, all of your communities. Um, and we're going to talk about how to approach that. Locker room and shower facilities shall remain closed. Restroom shall be cleaned and disinfected regularly throughout the day. Soap and water or hand sanitizer and disinfected wipes shall be provided in each restroom. Pool deck seating or lounging shall be restricted to ensure social distancing in accordance with CDC guidelines. Again, these are very, very specific uh, requirements that are going to have to be met. One or more faculty staff or management must be present at each facility i mean this is palm beach but i'm i will say to you that i believe this should be applied tri-county in fact throughout the entire state um let's see here one or more uh let's see i'm being told that some people are complaining they can't reach us but I do see that we do have a number of people following, so I'm hoping that that's not indicative of everyone, and we'll work with those people later to do so. So let me finish here where we're at. Um, we've got here. Uh, pool deck ceiling, uh, seating and lounging shall be restricted for social distancing. One or more faculty, staff or management must be present to monitor and ensure compliance with the restrictions. It will be acceptable for staff or management to delegate monitoring and compliance responsibility to board members. Obviously something we really wanna see happen is board members have to be responsible for this. Uh, If they, or other volunteers, community volunteers, if they believe that the pool can be operated um, safely and in compliance with the executive order. If these accommodations are unsuccessful, the pool will should be closed until alternative monitoring arrangements are put into place. And then there's a very uh, large order. If you want it, I can uh, send it to you so you can have it. Here's the deal. As I see it, most of what is required for you all to open up your pools right now and other facilities at the association Is next to impossible to comply with I've heard from a number of managers that uh, uh, associations are looking going you know what forget about this I don't care we're not going to restrict our owners anymore we've got to open up the pools people are cooped up Uh, uh, they need they need a, a way to get out they need something to be able to do understand this there are lawyers already looking at causes of action against associations against businesses they are looking for people getting sick they're looking for con- conditions for work conditions where people are getting sick and there's a uh, potential for claims and they're looking at it as from a personal injury standpoint okay um I have a podcast that I did a few nights ago talking about gun laws and about the Trayvon Martin case and another case where an association, uh, two members were shot over a covenant enforcement and killed and uh, where in all these instances, associations are getting sued for you know hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars for compensation. The same thing is going now in businesses. There's business interruption as a result of the COVID-19 and most of all, there is concern about people getting infected, having to deal with the costs to their family, loss of wages, healthcare costs, and so forth. How do you extrapolate all that to associations? It's very simple. You now have, under these new guidelines, have to make your pools and your pool deck CDC compliant. What does that mean? One, it means no more than 10 gathering. Let's say you wanna skirt that, that's fine. We're gonna do social distancing. So now you have to keep everybody six feet apart. Okay, well, what if you're a community with 50, 60, 100 plus people, and you've got an average pool, maybe a little bit above average, that on an average day or an average week sees around five, maybe 10 people that can clearly social distance. Now you've got a situation where most retail is still not open, restaurants are not open, there is nowhere to go the beaches are still closed and now your members want to come to the community pool and start using it and they say you know what you got to let us out of here i pay for this it's part of my assessments and i want in and you say as an association we can't regulate this we can't comply don't worry about it it's on us we're responsible person goes in gets hurt uh by getting infected obviously i'm not even talking about slip and falls and so forth i'm talking about getting hurt and getting infected and now one they have long-standing issues or two they have uh um you know health concerns that have to go on and on being treated or worse three they unfortunately pass on i can assure you that a halfway decent lawyer is going to give guidance to their family, their loved ones, and say, you need to take legal action against this association that allowed its pool to open up, that allowed its members to access these areas and go ahead and use them to their detriment and not complying with the guidelines, as I point to my other screen, looking at those guidelines. So ask yourself, Do we have the resources are our members going to pay to have a staff member there watching and making sure everybody's six feet apart i believe the answer is going to be no right you're not going to have those resources and if you do the next part is is that person in addition to making sure that everybody's six feet apart going to go clean up after everybody touches a rail or a uh, seat and vacates it and somebody else before they come is going to do that. I I was at Costco the other day. I wore a glove, a, a glove over my hand. I brought the cart back out and I put it back in line. Lady said, sir, I appreciate it. I still have to disinfect it, okay? You have to do the same thing here for all of your pool equipment. And if you have restrooms at the pool, the same thing has to go for the restrooms. If you don't do that, you are going to be liable for causes of action for people getting the disease. Now, I've heard that there are some insurance companies that will not insure you at this point if you allow people to come into your pool areas and not to comply with the social distancing. Forget all that, they don't want you opening up right now until you can fully comply with every single CDC guideline. Now, I can't give you an opinion on each one of your policies because I don't have them and I don't memorize them all, But you need to look at that before you put yourself and your association in harm's way for potential litigation. Because everybody couldn't be happier right now to come out, use your facilities, say hello, get a chance to get out, get a chance to, you know, whew, it's been crazy. But as soon as one person in that family gets sick, and as soon as that taxes the rest of the family or it spreads, It's gonna be the association's fault. We relied on the association allowing us in, okay? What happens next with your facilities that can not accommodate all of these people wanting to come in? What happens when you've got a line of people and you've got this one person attending at the gate entrance to the pool and said, I'm sorry, we're filled to capacity. And the rest of the people outside say, well, I'm, I'm sorry, this is my pool too. I pay for the assessments too i have a right to it also i spoke about this uh about a week or two ago in one of my video casts where i suggested that if you're going to start engaging in action allowing people to use your pool that you go ahead and quickly come up with rules and regulations that you're going to have to somehow enforce and if you can't enforce it then keep it shut where you allow people a certain amount of time during the day to be at the pool once they come there, they have an hour, half hour, 45 minutes, whatever it may be, but you're gonna to have to have somebody there maintaining that and enforcing that. And that's gonna be the really tough part. So let me let me tell you really quick about the argument, hey, I pay for this too. If you're not gonna let me use my pool, I'm gonna take away my portion of my assessments for that pool. It doesn't work like that. As we all know, many associations have A plethora of of amenities that not every owner uses for instance and i gave this example in one of my past video casts uh, my association has a playground well my youngest is uh, almost 15 years old i assure you he's not using the playground he's also not using the volleyball courts he uses uh, the basketball court occasionally and then he uses some of the tennis court occasionally does that negate my obligation to pay for my assessments for my community the answer is no There'll be people in my community that never go to the park in the middle of the community to use any of the amenities, even the green space. Does that negate their obligation? Obviously, no. The same argument's going to be made here for the use of your pool, especially now when we're under this governor's emergency order. We are still under the order, by the way. The order has not been lifted, so the associations, in turn, under 719 for co-op, 720 for HOA, and 718 for condos still have your specific emergency actions, emergency rights that can be enforced during this time. So what do we do? The first thing we do is we don't put board members in harm's way by becoming the surrogates for management or maintenance to go out there and tell, you know, Mr. Doe, Mr. John and Miss Jane you're too close to each other and they say you know go piss off we'll be where we want to be we're grown adults because the answer is if either of them gets sick from the other they're going to blame the Association for allowing the situation and not managing it right second of all and I've said this a number of times before very difficult to get a board member for uh, what's called a breach of fiduciary duty right the statute provides and the law provides that they, it has to be something that's criminal in nature, self-dealing, or, and, and, or they benefit, which is really self-dealing, but uh, is they sometimes explain it as both, okay? So it's clearly the board members are not self-dealing or criminal in nature. However, there is a unused um, negligence provision that is in the statute, yet no court has ever adopted. Can you see that? Can I see that? coming into play now with these types of things where a board goes against the cdc regulations against the uh regulations of the uh and i apologize we keep getting pop-ups with stuff because business of the day is still going on and i i have things obviously i'm going to have to respond to a lot of clients i'm just trying to do this as an overall so you all get a better idea and again i'm really looking forward to getting some questions here so i can address them for you but um As an overall, do I see this as a potential for people coming in and saying, hey, board member Guy Shear, you sat, stood at the pool, allowed people to come in, did what you did, and we relied on you. We fought you, but we relied on you. And as a result of that, I'm sick now. And now I've got a quarantine. Now I can't go to work. Now I can't do what I needed to do. Now my family's terrified. By the way, I don't have the best health condition, potentially, and I'm terrified that I may be going to a position where I may be sick, and I may be, you know, uh, healthcare costs, uh, potential death or permanent injury, and it's all because you allow me to enter the pool. You may think of this as frivolous right now, but this is what personal injury attorneys who are looking for the easy kill, the class action lawsuits, the go against the insurance company and get money from them look to do unfortunately and everybody has a right to this i want our associations my clients not to put yourself in that position the other part is going to be how are you going to discern determine which of your members came first which member gets to go in first while you continue uh, uh ensuring the social distancing is being done it's going to be just a wild mess, right? You're gonna to have to call the police, security. Hey, you know this uh, neighbor is not uh, is being unruly. This neighbor is not doing what they need to do, and so on and so forth. So the problem's going to be that you need to get a plan in action, and unless you can comply with all of the CDC guidelines, unless you can comply with limiting pool capacity. And to ensure social distancing in accordance with the cdc guidelines wiping down all of the furniture the railings all the equipment in the pool area once an owner goes and somebody else comes up with proper sanitizers disinfecting lounge chairs um, having a staff member present to monitor and ensure the compliance throughout the whole operations of your pool so if your pool opens at eight nine o'clock in the morning or earlier and doesn't go till eight nine o'clock at night or daylight time, at least eight, are you going to commit a staff member there, commit a member of the uh, board there, or put a volunteer member who's gonna be overwhelmed? And finally, what does happen when when one member says, look, I've been here uh, an hour, I get it, I'm not leaving. This is my pool too. Are we gonna call the police on all these people? I think the solution at this point is very simple the solution has to be that unless you're willing to commit and tell your members unless we're willing to commit funds for a, for a person to be hired by either the management company or somehow uh, or somewhere else a security company and so forth if we're not willing to commit to those funds if we're not willing to all of us commit to abiding by what that person or persons tells us to do not commit by paying for not only their services but for the cleaning for the hours that they're going to be here, this will remain closed until further notice by the CDC. Unfortunately, I don't see that changing until such time as there is either a vaccine, a cure, or at least a treatment that can treat it if you get it to obviously uh, minimize or, or, or uh, uh, cure you from the disease pending a vaccine and that's the reality of what we're talking about Uh, i have heard from some associations look we get one or two people on average using the pool that's terrific if you get inundated how are you going to come back from that what are you going to do as people flood the pools i will tell you driving in my own neighborhood yesterday i saw a bunch of people congregating on the basketball courts in violation of what we had put in there and we actually cut the nets a degree so people couldn't play and they're still playing there we don't have the security forces we don't have the manpower and frankly we don't want to spend the money because we have other projects that we have to attend to and have been committed to to address this so we're sending out another blast please do not do that please comply with social distancing please 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 so let's see what we have here Uh, Developing. Okay, so the question is, and I don't know if every, this part I don't know and you can all tell me if everybody sees the question being posed or if it's only me until I learn which one it is. I'm going to read it out loud so you all know. There is talk about Congress developing legislation and President Trump signing legislation limiting laws and litigation related to COVID-19. Can that happen? Absolutely, it can happen. I doubt it will it's a constitutional issue obviously and you know these things are great until the supreme court gets involved or first of all your you know the local state and federal courts get involved depending on what type of claim it is and stop that for now it's not there for now your insurance companies are i'm being told by a few managers that you have insurance companies who are basically coming out and saying we will not cover a claim during this time if you allow people to use your common facilities simple as that we will not allow you to use your common facilities and then make a claim against insurance to pay for it you're under a pandemic unless you can prove i imagine the caveat again i need to look at the policy but unless you can prove that you have a person there full-time maintaining compliance with social distancing cleaning up doing every single facet of what the Governor and the local c- um, uh, counties uh, mayors have assigned and and mandated you will not be covered and I promise you insurance companies will look for every which way they can out of coverage as opposed to into coverage and again big concern I have is I do not want and I'm, I'm gonna say it one last time I do not want board members assuming this role it's not for you to do you're not getting paid for it and um, there's a legal term it's called surus and for those of you who don't know Latin what surus means it means a pain in you for doing so that it will only get bigger and bigger and follow you around if you do so so do not go ahead and take it upon yourself so the members of your community could start using the pool because I promise you they'll love you in the beginning but when you say to them you know Beth, it's time to leave. Uh, You've been here an hour and 10 minutes, and I've got a line of 10 people waiting, and some people had to go home because it was too hot, and I'm supposed to call them back and and bring them in. So is this gonna be like Outback, where you're gonna get that that little uh, uh, vibrating uh, card that you take with you until such time as your table is ready? It's too many issues here that you're gonna to have to deal with that simply doesn't make this a worthwhile endeavor and makes it more of a risk and more of a potential litigation. Next question, do you have a blanket memo we can send to residents that faci- that facilities will remain cl- closed? Yes, uh, uh, I will work on one that I think can work for uh, all, of, uh, all of my clients and my associations and I will work to do something that uh, can do that. Uh, unfortunately some of you were, if we're only going to talk about pools it's easier to do it that way but if there's other facilities obviously that has to be honed per association but i assure you it's it's not an expensive endeavor to do so this is more of a health welfare and safety issue and i want to make sure that we're all doing our part to ensure one that uh, the the associations don't become involved in too much uh, litigation, and two most important that our members, our board members, our members, their families, their guests and invitees remain safe. How would a PI attorney going to prove causation in a negligence claim? How would they prove that the association was the cause of getting COVID? Great question. Great question. So. If I was the person trying to do that, what I would do is I would go ahead and say, when did you get it? Well, I got it you know, within the last 14 days. Where were you? So this is that tracking that they wanna do uh, with regards to people. Well, I was at the association's pool. Oh, okay. Where else were you? I went to Publix, I went here, I went there. Okay, I'm gonna check with Publix. Any cases of COVID that were reported there since that uh, in the last two weeks? No, I'm gonna go to the association anybody in covid was at the pool i may be able to find out that somebody at the pool had it obviously it's going to be hard right if they're asymptomatic uh if they were just a carrier which is again asymptomatic and didn't have that then it's going to be hard to prove that it was there but if somebody has full-blown covid right after that then yes is it the chicken or the egg is it your client or is it somebody else the point is that you may be able to prove it. The point is that depending on the resources of the firm, they may be able to do that going back and looking at other people. Do we wanna take that risk? I think we don't. I, again, think that the risk is not worth it. Uh, Let's see here. We currently have members that are threatening lawsuits. If the pool is not open, how do we respond? Exactly like we're talking about here today. Threaten all you want, take us to court, one, the uh emergency powers under chapter 718 which is the condo statute prevail here and give us the authority to the guidelines issued by palm beach county today we cannot comply with we don't have the resources the manpower and when i talk about resources i am talking about both manpower and finances but the resources and the manpower to do so so we are going to protect your health your welfare, your safety, and everybody else is here. Because when you're here, you're here with everyone else, not just alone. So we don't know what you have. We don't know what they have. We're not going to dwell into that at this point. What we're going to do is we're going to comply with this. And I promise you, I promise you that I would take your case, just not just because I represent you, but your case over the other side every single day and twice on Sundays, I like to say. I think you have a 99.9% chance of prevailing right now, okay? Because you cannot provide, the guidelines I read now are from Palm Beach County. Uh, Browards are a little less certain or specific. I think they're gonna mirror Palm Beach. I think Palm Beach did a great great job in doing so, and I know the person who asked me that question, their association is in Palm Beach County. I don't believe your association can comply with this, and I don't think you wanna spend the resources to do so what liability would a management company have if a board declares uh, decides to open the pool without complying to the guidelines after they've been advised okay great question Um, the way i would do so very simple i would go ahead and put it in writing this is what we understand the guidelines to be this is what we understand your capability to be we don't think they match we think you should get a legal opinion we cannot be responsible for these violations and we're telling you right now that we believe, as non-attorneys, that your actions will not comply with what the county, Broward, Palm Beach, Miami, the state have set forth, and as a result of that, we take no responsibility for any uh, actions taken against the association by anyone whatsoever with regards to opening up the pool. And you put it in writing. We value you as an association, we value you as a client, hey, heck, we may value you as a relationship that we have over the years. The problem is that you are putting yourself, your association, and your members in a position that violates a county emergency order. Can't do that. But but again, please put that in writing. Verbal confirmations, verbal discussions go nowhere. Um, Right, great, great question. Uh, do a stone associations already have liability for someone who gets COVID in elevator halls or lobby? You know, the, the answer to that question, I think really has to weigh on whether or not the association is doing everything in its effort to mandate um, people um, sheltering in place, Uh, People uh, using gloves, using masks, uh, using the protective gear that's required right now to do so. First of all, there is a requirement throughout, I think, the entire country, but for sure the state of Florida, that you wear a mask, okay? You have to wear a mask right now. That's the biggest way you transmit and get the virus, through your eyes, nose, and mouth. So, you know, uh, you all may be wondering if I'm very patriotic, and yes, I am. I love our country. But this is something that I've been using. Uh, It's not as effective, I agree, as an N95 mask. However, it's more comfortable and it's something that I'm able to use all day long if necessary. And we do have, and we're fortunate to have, uh, people coming in, dropping off documents, asking questions. We are social distancing. We are keeping our masks on, uh, or our Buff, or this is called the Buff. It's the brand, B-U-F-F, if you're interested on Amazon. Now, I also wear uh, during when I go outside, no matter if I need them or not at this point, I also wear my glasses to ensure, again, some protection from the eyes. Uh, but as an association, you're doing everything you can to limit the exposure, to an, understand that if somebody has tested positive or is obvious that they have it uh, or have symptoms of it, that you ask them and mandate that they go and shelter in place in their residence. As far as doing you know the elevators and so forth, you're going to tell your members to do that, and to the ability that you're able to, you're going to do that. You're going to ask your members, please don't touch the railings, please don't touch the halls, uh, the walls in the halls. Please don't touch the buttons in the elevator. Try to use, uh, you know, something else, you know, that's non-marking or non-damaging. But ultimately, as a board, as an association, you put in protocols that are the best you can within your means and you advise them and you do them. Um, and, and you try to enforce your, your, uh, the statutes, the, I the, uh, pardon me, not the statutes, but the orders. Those are more emergencies orders, both coming out of your counties and out of the state. Um, if owners violate the rules, do we have a duty to call the police or if owners are violating the CDC guidelines? Great question. So do you have a duty to call the police? Um, it depends, right? Unfortunately, it depends if you have people using your recreational facilities and again we're just going to talk about pools right now but i would i would include basketball courts i would include bocce courts i would include anything close tennis there's a thought that at least in tennis as long as you're not playing doubles you're on one side or another hopefully it's family it's not friends but if it's friends the um, transmission through the ball May or may not be there, frankly, but that's for them to decide. Maybe they all put on, you know, some type of uh, antibacterial on their hands and they're not wiping on their faces and so forth and they're playing tennis. It's far enough apart that, you know, I'm trying not to be nitpicky. I'm trying to look at this as an objective uh, manner and look at this as trying to be uh, fair to people. You know, my family, as an example, we're walking twice a day, obviously my family at home, I I don't get to join them for all those walks, but I walk at night, on the weekends we ride bikes, And, and the beautiful thing about this is if you look in your neighborhoods, hopefully most of them, if not all of them, you see just a renaissance of people outside rediscovering what it is to not just go to the mall, go to the movies, go mindlessly somewhere to spend money or do something or eat something, and rather get back to, you know, being together. Having said that, and I'm not here to preach, Um, if you have owners that are going into a closed off, sealed off pool, you call the police, absolutely. And you document it. I would take pictures with your iPhones or Androids. I would take a video of it. I would not put any one board member in harm's way by a very direct confrontation. Okay? I would take it outside and say, look, I'm asking you. and and put this on your video so you can document it. I'm asking you as a member of this association, as your neighbor, as your friend, as your board member, please vacate this area. It is not safe right now under the CDC guidelines. We are unable to comply with the guidelines set down by uh, Palm Beach County or the state of Florida. And as such, we have to have this remain closed for your safety, the safety of everyone in there, and all of us. Thank you. They don't do that, that's fine. Call the police. Hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm the member of the board of directors for my association. And unfortunately, we have somebody in the pool area, in the recreational area that is uh, using it when it has been closed because we are unable to comply with Miami, Broward, Palm Beach, uh, wherever you may be or may live, guidelines that have been set forth, including the state guidelines, as we are compelled to do so, we cannot do so, so we've closed it and they insist on coming in anyways. And I believe that the police will come and do so and and do and and remove them from from the facility. Um, What else? Violates the rules, right. So yes, so do you have a duty? The other part of it is, well, obviously, you have somebody coughing, whether real or not, but coughing on people and threatening people that way, and that is a threatening act. Yes, you should be calling the police on all of those issues. If it's a regular rule and uh, rule and uh, regulation that's being violated, no. We, we take care of that in-house uh, through calling my office or whoever is the attorney that you all use, and you go through that form of, uh, of covenant enforcement. We're talking about only guidelines that only actions are, are violating the guidelines. Just pardon me one second. <clears throat> nice cup of coffee. So any other questions? I, I always try to keep my, uh, my video casts under or at 30 minutes. Uh, I so appreciate everybody hanging on and watching and participating. I really wanted to use this as a overall so you all understand what's going on. Cause I frankly got Probably a dozen messages today. What do we do about our pools? Uh, okay, so I'm hoping somebody who just said open the pools now is uh, is kidding around. I think they are. I'm sure they are. Uh, look, you know, if you're fortunate enough, you have your own pool in your own house. Then there's nothing to it. You use your pool, and you you take the risks that you do by inviting people over to use your pool if you want to i think that's a huge risk i think that every person has an obligation to comply with these guidelines to ensure that nobody is hurt or can get hurt or can get infected Uh, if you're an association you need to ensure that you comply again insurance lawsuits liability let's make sure that none of those occur with that i think we're going to uh End our, uh, our live cast, I'm going to remind everybody, thank you for, uh, for participating. Uh, please click on the uh, bell to make sure you get notices. Please check us out on, uh, at Sheer Law Group on Twitter. I try to announce all of my uh, uh, upcoming podcasts and videocasts. I will be taking some of my videocasts and converting them into podcasts, so you can listen to them later if you choose to. Maybe you need help falling asleep. Um, no, but in all seriousness, if it's something that assists you, I'm going to do that so you can listen on your iPhone or Android, uh, in the car or otherwise. And uh, tomorrow, we will be having uh, Debbie from my office who does family law, estate planning to try to deal with what to do during these times, especially with regards to estate planning and some forecasting on how you should be uh, uh, you know, addressing those issues in case, God forbid, and that'll be at 8.30, also a live feed. So, thank you so very much, everybody. I wish you only the best in health. Uh, I do have some clients who have asked for things in writing. I'm going to try to uh, do the uh, also something that's a more a broad-based one that you can use, and, and maybe we can tweak for your specific association.